everybody. Welcome to, <laughs> welcome to quite the week on the pod. Sean and I are multitasking at its finest. I am literally eating and sewing shoes while we talk. Sean, what are you doing? I am legit, oh, Dexter, folding laundry and getting the house put together because this is called Nutcracker season when you only have one day off a week. Mm-hmm. So everything must get done. And Dexty has not swapped over still to daylight savings time. So he thinks five o'clock, it's dark, it's dinner time, and it's not. You still have an hour, bud. But yeah, no. So this week, we've had very exciting. Stop it. I gotta talk. Um, I feel like we've had very exciting weeks this week. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to cover. And the good news is I record our two tracks separately. So any noise we make while the other one's talking, I can cut it out. So don't worry about like if you make have, noise while I'm talking. <clears throat> I have no clue how this system works. So if I ever had to get in charge of it, it just wouldn't happen. Let's be very clear about this. If I ever had to be in charge for any reason, like let's say, let's say you were traveling and you're like, I'm only on my phone. Like I'm traveling because I'm famous and I do these things. <laughs> and then you're like, Sean, it's up to you to hold down the fort. I'd be like, mm, the fort's going down. Just so we're very clear, the Ford is going down. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> uh, so maybe we won't include this on the pod, but where's what happened to Tori? She's sick. Oh, yeah, we can include it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So we were, yeah. So Tori was going to come this week. Uh, it was all good. I texted her this afternoon, like, want to make sure about five. She goes, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I would have texted you earlier, but I'm still on the bathroom floor. She, uh. half her stomach is paralyzed. <gasps> what? So she, yeah, I she'll talk about it, I'm sure, on the pod. It's like one of the first things I found out. I was like, you and Paul are the same. Because Paul also has like a, a stomach-ish something. Um, oh my god! So like digestion, eating too fast, too much blood rushing to the stomach is an issue. So you just become a little more delicate. So Wow, I know. But idea. for okay. Tori, it's like half her stomach works and the other half doesn't. Oh, and so thing. she has like just delicate stomach issues so like mm. what would be fine or whatever like if she's and it's like slightly off is like it's like if we eat raw meat like or oh, or, or other or other things like you know if it's like she's too fast or too much it's like it's something like well, paul can't eat fast and he can't eat large amounts at once same thing wow uh, I didn't but know paul that. had part of his intestines removed because he's like a tumor or something in, in college oh my gosh so, and now yeah. he he's a vegan now right Yes, and now Paul's vegan, <laughs> but it had nothing to do with the with his uh, stomach issues. It was all because um, he is a financial person, and he was he if he because he listens to the pod. Oh, By I'll, the way, I'll, I'll take this off. <laughs> be, oh, I don't care. It's funny. He'll think it's funny because I can't. I can't. Um, ever. I never describe what he does right because I have no clue. Okay. Um, By the way, last pod you left a f- in there. <gasps> I did. <laughs> it's oh, very no. minimal it happened and all of a sudden i hear i'm like hmm? what 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 well nope, i was <laughs> i was me. editing it on the airplane so oh, well. <laughs> um it was like very true to form uh yeah no he's vegan because when he was living in chicago he was working for some kind of financial firm or something per usual it's a real job so i have no clue um and one of his clients was let's just say a very prominent subway shop company. Mm. And so he had to like go out and like audit things or whatever, look at things. I don't know. One time they get, they, he got a 
tour of the factory and he was like yeah we're done now we're mm. done and so yeah so yikes um, okay but his brother is vegan because his his brother like it just just better for his like gut health and stuff so they're both vegans for two different reasons hmm. well so how has your week been sean uh my week has been a small dumpster fire but it is fine okay just that's good it's just the final week of rehearsals before you, we go into like the theater for shows mm-hmm. i feel highly underprepared highly under rehearsed for mm, nutcracker prince this year and that is what it is mm. not my i'm me and tori are working hard it's just sometimes the schedule doesn't always match up to your needs right and this year the schedule did not um match up to our needs <laughs> But it's, we, so we did like our Nutcracker run and stuff. That was fine. It's all fine. But like, you know how I am. I'm a perfectionist and I have like an unbelievable high standard that I cannot live up to even on my best days. So (laughs) when I have a bad day, I'm screwed. And all I want to do is cry and retire and give up. And it's called depression, which I have no shame in talking about and anxiety, which I also have no shame in talking about. Well, I'm sure people appreciate you talking about it. Um, and I have to tell you, I just put up the second <coughs> Vlogmas where you make an appearance and people are already like, OMG, he's there. Da, 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 da. So like, yeah, you got to keep sending me stuff. Yeah, no, when you were like it because we were in the middle of rehearse, it, it was like the semi perfect pick me up for a very long day of Oh, by the way, I did three run-throughs in one day. Two of them I was prancing back to back. Why so did you do it twice? Because that was the schedule. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes the schedule doesn't always line up for what <laughs> you need. <laughs> oh, let's just let's have him do it twice in a row. That sounds good. Because we were doing it like the normal show casting for that one time. And then we do these like, then we were doing like a school show casting, which is like that school show casting rehearsal they, the run they were doing still had me and Tori as Prince and Clara but it had a different cast of like sugar with us even though they already had their run through the other day it was just very whatever so we got to skip a couple things but it was just I'm like yeah this is my life and then because going into it I have had like minimal rehearsals so I've had these like long days but not doing much and in the past like two days I don't know why like all my casting has just been like the last three days of run-throughs and uh it was actually a someone was sitting on the side and they're like yeah sean i sat on the side all day yesterday and every time i just looked up you were still dancing still going (laughs) even though we had swapped around to something else i was like i know why what are you opening night uh just arabian it's like my op that's my quote-unquote rest show is just arabian okay which is fine um Yeah, because I do I do Arabian, Chinese, Drosselmeyer, Prince. I would love to see you do Drosselmeyer. That's the one I want to see you do. <laughs> I love doing Dross. I, I'm a big fan. Um, this version of Dross is a lot. He's in the whole thing, in and out. I mean, I guess oh, really? that's, always, that's always the case. Um, this Drosselmeyer is like a younger Drosselmeyer, which oh. is nice. So it's, it's, there's much more movement in it. And like, there is a little bit of 
a random dance move at the very like i'm like okay that's fine it, it's it's a more <laughs> uh it's a more lively dross and more engaging than just mm -hmm. like the old godfather it's like the charming charismatic carers whatever that word is and uh like magic guy like i don't know i i like it i mean i it's it's intriguing because we all portray there's four of us that do it and we all portray it very differently um i like my portrayal of it i kind of brought it's weird because i brought aspects of the drosselmeyer i grew up watching yeah um, the pnb version which is an older character role dross yeah. i brought a lot of that though into my version of dross just of like my interactions and yeah. reactions to things in the party in a younger uh different way is that weird hmm. no that's not weird because most of the time he is older he is yeah. that's yeah that's what it is um but it's it's intriguing that i brought that into this version when the versions are not the same at all i just liked it better so i just well, added it in sometimes drosselmeyer in my opinion is very creepy like very creepy and in the pnb version it it, it kind of was a little creepy oh is that the one i'm thinking of? i think that is the one i'm, I'm sure i mean there's other versions too like drosses whatever but i'm sure i remember the pnb version being a little had a little bit of undertone in the movie especially um just by how they did some of the camera shots with it looking through like the gray like the with the eye patch looking through like the bangs and stuff with the big no it's but but i do like aspects of it in the party scene stuff that i really brought in of like how he interact like his character in the party like he was like i portray it very like particular to like when i'm around the dolls that i create and the magic that i'm bringing in just much like protective kind of a little uh what's the word not disheveled but like a little socially awkward mm -hmm. that makes mm -hmm. sense like i'm charming and charismatic but i'm still i'm a little flush and like i i want everyone in the party to be taken care of and everything needs to go smoothly and why like this is like too much like i need to fix everything yeah like the um fixer. do you do the wig and the eye patch and the whole thing no we just do an eye patch we do um a little bit of gray or silver spray it's like misted so uh. they've actually toned it down i i do very minimal they want me just to because otherwise it looks faulty yeah. i look like do I, I mean i look like doogie hauser let's be real i'm <laughs> way too young to be drossmeyer with my well at least my face looks too young um uh -huh. i'm one of the oldest people doing it but uh yeah no, you so have they, that little baby face yeah i got a baby face and it's fine um so you do a little bit of like aging and contouring and then i just kind of uh streak my hair a little bit i think you will need to send us a video of you as drosselmeyer for vlogmas please oh yeah no i so okay i guess we can tell everyone on the pod now the plan is now for vlogmas uh -huh. which is weird because i was only with you for vlogmas for like a small chunk of it anyways and look where we are now <laughs> right and look where we are now we it's vlog everything together yeah if sean's around it's a vlog it's a vlog um, so I guess now though, I'm going to vlog my nutcracker. 
experience mm-hmm. kind of simultaneously mm-hmm. with you mm-hmm. since I got denied to do things with you because of my nutcracker. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I actually have to do my contractual job yep. a little bit. It's kind of important. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we'll be like simultaneously vlogging back and forth. Yep. So it'll be a it'll be a dual vlog, um, which I think will be fun because it, it's, it's different. It's different. Yeah, it needs to be different. It'll and this started actually so backstory in which I think I mentioned in Vlogmas this this show or the one that went up today. I decided in the matinee to completely switch solo versions. So I just was like, you know what? I'm going to go out there and do the classical version. Never having done it before. I got a wild hair. I was like, I, my legs feel good. Let's see what happens. <laughs> so, Wait, so you I did it for the show? I did it for the show. This weekend? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I knew you did it for dress rehearsal. You told me in the video. Oh, that's where I, okay. So I did it for dress rehearsal and I was like, well, that was good. So then the first show, you know, when you're trying to get your legs under you, you go back to default. So then it, the Friday night I did the the one I always do. And then Saturday in the matinee, I was feeling pretty good. And I was like, well, let me at least do half. So I did up to the tag, I did classical. And then I went back to the balance sheet tag because quite frankly, the ending of the classical version is menege and I do the coda, a menege and the coda. So I was like, I don't wanna do the menege twice because that's very anticlimactic. So I did a hybrid and then Saturday night I was too tired and went back to default, but I did manage to do it. And I would like to do the whole thing, at least one show this weekend. So I sent Sean the video and I was like, hey, I, you know, you know me how I throw stuff this is what I did, blah, 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 blah. And then he sent back the videos and I was like, well, let's, let's do a vlogmas then. So. Yeah, no, cause I did, I did reply then to, cause I was in the middle of like a run through rehearsal, like on a five minute break. And I remember I turned to Kayla and I go, Hey, do you guys want to be on the vlog? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, wait, what, what is this for? And I'm like the vlog. And I, she was sewing point shoes as well, which I, she never does. She goes through six pairs of shoes a year. A year? Yeah, for a season. That would be nice. How, no, I, no one knows how she does it because she's like a principal for everything. What does she wear? Freeds. She wears freeds and she goes through six pair a year. Yeah. And then she'll like wear a pair from this season, next season for like a whole nother thing. Wow. Like her Keytree shoes, she wore for at least like six months. Like her Keytree shoes turned in, they were like Keytree, her like Keytree third act shoes turned into something else. Then they get out sprayed flesh for the the neoclassical temporary rep. And then they were that one. And then they like turned into another thing and they were brought back for another rep later on as well. I think it's maybe a physics thing too, because she's just so small. Like she's very, very small, short, sl- you know what I mean? So she doesn't have the body weight to like kill, you know what I mean? Yeah, but then there's other girls that are just as tiny as her that are like going blowing through shoes. Like Jess blows through shoes so fast here. Mm. You know, I wonder if like maybe Caitlin just like doesn't sweat in her shoes at all, so that like Uh-oh. nothing breaks down. I don't know. I don't know. It's that could be. She also rotates them a lot. Oh, that's smart. Let's them dry out. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah. So she's sewing shoes in that vlog video, and I'm like, what are you doing? Who are you? Wow. But yeah, um, wait. So we have things to discuss. We have we topics. Have things, yes. Okay. First topic, because I'm a nerd. Uh, they just released the new Wicked UK casting for the 2023 
showing of it. Oh, okay. Because so over there in the UK, in the West End, I don't know if people know, um, they have a thing that they're much more like family based uh, casting. They're hmm. like like they're more like of a unit. Um, and so they pretty much wipe out a whole cast at once and bring in a whole new cast. Oh, interesting. It's not as much like over here on Broadway and stuff when people like trickle in and out. Yeah. And so, and they, the contracts are usually shorter. Like they don't extend as long and you don't like write it out. And so they are now replacing like all the principals in Wicked for the next year. And it is the first time ever, uh, so one, so they're bringing back a returning alphabet who has not done it since 2008. Wow. Um, her name, I believe, is Alexia or whatever. She, I think she was originally Nala in the West End's Lion King. Oh, interesting. She has a very, um, what's the word? Uh, individual tone, how she sings Alphaba. Hmm. Like, you know, like when you hear it, like, you know, that one's her. Yeah. Um, and history making she was the first uh black alphaba as a principal wow over there and so wow. this time and so and okay this is how everything's connected they're bringing for the glinda the current christine from phantom over to to london wicked no the the, oh. the current london christine is oh, being brought okay. over to be glinda she was also the first um black christine Wow. And so now it's the first time ever that both witches have been played together as, with as people of color. Amazing. That's and cool. they're keeping their Fiero, who is also a person of color. And so this will be the first time the whole entire principal trio is a. And the best part is, that's not even the headline breaking news of of the of like what they're pimping out for this casting. It's literally just that they're bringing a golden age alpha back because she was like in the original years, like the very beginning stages. Mm -hmm. And this fresh face who like, she's not new, but like her big break was Christine over in Phantom hmm. and this Fiero. And I can't wait to watch these bootlegs. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> because one, I love this alphaba and I've only ever seen this uh, Glinda as Christine. So that's how I, hear her um and i have no clue who this fiero is never seen anything so i'm very intrigued and it's also just it's just like we're reputed rep representation matters yeah. representation matters so much and i'm just i think this is so cool right um it's like the new uh news also speaking of phantom they extended their closing date on broadway i saw that ticket sales surged and now they're extending and who would have thought of course Everyone that does a closing date pretty much like a big juggernaut one like that always extends. Always. Do you think they'll just stay open or do you think they'll still close? No, they're going to close. Hmm. They're, they're going to close. But get then again, I thought bad Cinderella was going in there and I was wrong. So who knows? I'm very out of that little family right now. I hmm. haven't talked to anyone in fandom for a bit, hmm. but I don't, they're not going to stay open. I mean, they're going to close for a reason, either for award purposes to revamp as a revival. As a, re as a revival, yep. Yeah, and then probably financial reasons to get a cheaper version, plus just to update. That theater, like I said, needs it yeah. inside. Yeah. So I, I will be very surprised if anything is announced in that um, 
theater that's not Cameron or Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. So. Um, in ballet news, the beautiful, wonderful Sterling Hilton retired yesterday at her City Ballet. Show. Her final show. She retired with Nutcracker, which is never really done. I think Peter retired with Nutcracker, but very few people do. Um, Chris actually retired with Nutcracker, but I mean, in New York, it's like not a thing. Um, and she retired early in the run. Like that's only yeah. their second week. Um, uh, why is that? I don't know. I don't know, but she's beautiful and stunning and sweet and was never, never, no drama ever. Like she's just did her job and was her. Yeah. Lovely. Just such a lovely person. Yeah. So major no, congrats, I Sterling. Yeah, she had a, how long was she there for, 20 years? A long time. She's several years older than me. I want to say she's three or four years older than me. And so. Wait, that's it? Yeah. She's in between. I think she's, she younger than Megan Fred? Oh, I'm waving because I know he can't hear me. He, he said, I'm waving because I know you can't hear me. <laughs> yes. Um, I think she's in between me and, and Megan Fairchild. I think Megan Fairchild is older. Okay. But I'm not sure. She's right around there somewhere. But it's that whole era. She was, she was a young hire, right? Because she yes. was in the company since well, then I was there for summers mm -hmm. and stuff. Because she was, she was allowed to take advanced men's class, so she would already been a solo or principal mm -hmm. when I was. She must have been principal 18? then because she she got principal with Romeo and Juliet in 2007. Oh, she that's and why then. Robbie got. Or no, she was already a principal. Was Robbie got promoted? I can't remember. Yeah, because only, remember. I don't know if people know that, but uh, at SAB, the company will take the school classes because the school teachers and just variety, it's just nice to do, to go back to some basics and structure. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but they have a rule there because I guess they just have so many people that only, is it soloist and principal or only principal? No, women? only principal women can take, can take men's, men's class. I mean, all, any company boy can take men's class, but yeah. Um, only principal women. I think it's also a safety thing because if they do a lot of turns, jumps, and crazy, it's liability. I don't know. I don't know. I just assumed it was just to cut down on numbers so it wasn't like a whole flock of everyone came in to take like jocks class when I was dancing and then we were doing like men's stuff and they would be like in their point shoes and, and they would alter the class or cater. I don't know. I just remember jock always yelling because it, it was Sterling would take it a lot. Um, Bowder. Mm -hmm. Ma Megan, I would say Megan a could lot. jump higher than the guys could. Yeah. It was like her, Sterling, it was, and then Sophie and Silva would take it all the time too. Uh-huh. Um, and it would be like, Jock would be yelling at us, boys, do not hit the ballerinas. Give them their space. <laughs> Watch out. They are much more valuable than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you have to be a, you have to be a principal in order to take men's class. Um, at least that's how it was in my era. Um, yeah, I don't know about that now, but I, I'm sure that's still around. Just, I literally think a lot of it had to do with just size restriction, right? Yeah, probably, probably. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, so, because the men are learning and it's a very specific class and, you know, there's a lot more women's classes to go around because actually at SAB, with the exception of Saturdays, and I don't know if it's still like this, men and women never took technique class together. So there were always yeah. all these women's classes and there were only two levels of the men. So there's a lot of, there's a lot fewer men's classes. So it's probably also to keep the numbers down. Yeah, no, that is a thing. 
which is weird because growing up at PNB, we were in, we were mixed a lot. Hmm. When I was little, little, like in level two, level two was just, was just men's class, just the boys. Level three, we would do both. It would be men, we had boys class and then we'd have once a week or twice a week with the girls and once a week with the, just the boys. Same with level four, they would like do the split sometimes. Hmm. So, and I think it's just because of the numbers of students and filling like space of studios, which I also appreciated though too, because it was nice to like really focus on like dancing and technique and transi transitional steps and not just like push for a bunch of turns that look terrible sometimes. Right. You know, like quality over quantity. Yeah. What else was there? Wait, hold on. There was another thing. Cause I was like, there's a lot to talk about. Um, I need to talk about my Nutcracker weekend too, but. Oh Nothing. yeah, that's. <laughs> I was like, we did so much last week. I was racking my brain. Yes, yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, there's that. <laughs> you did a yeah. You did you did do a weekend. I did a weekend, and it's as I call it the real people version, where he's pa solo solo coda, and it is so much harder <laughs> than, you know, than um, the bal the balancing setup, which is the act one. Or act the solo's at the top of the act, and then it's just part of the coda, and the boy doesn't do a solo. It's no joke. It is well, how, no joke. So you, okay. So because right now you have you had no boy to rehearse with until Aladdin came up for that twenty four hours. Oh yeah. So Aladdin. So how did you get this? Like, so you just whipped that out of nowhere, stamina wise, just like on the day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Aladson showed up on Tuesday. This is what I do. Who is um, not who you were dancing with this weekend either, by the no. way. <laughs> and by the way, George is 5'9", Aladson is 6'3". So there's a huge height difference. And that makes a, it's like a different pot of it with a different height of guy. So Aladson came. We, we kind of walked, talked the whole thing. And then we were like, all right. He's like, can we just run it and see what happens? And I was like, okay. So we ran it, no problem, start to finish, no issues. Um, and then we did it again that night and like we took class with the kids and then um, ran it that night too. So we ran it two times in one day, with no issues. So I was like, all right, I think I'm gonna be fine. Cause I know I can get at least get through the paw. So then the next day we did half and half and then he left. And so then I flew on Thursday to Texas, met George, we got our little like version and then dress rehearsal on Friday, he was like, can we take this slightly under? Let's not totally push it. I was like, that's fine. So technically George and I didn't run the whole Pa Solo Solo Coda until the very first show. That's fine. I mean, you if you read it in chunks and stuff and you already knew you could get through it. Mm -hmm. I knew I could get through it. And it, it's, it, it's still rough though. And that was the day in dress rehearsal when I knew I wasn't as tired. That's when I was like, let me see if I can get at least get through the classical solo because I've done it on YouTube. I did that like three sugar plum solo video, but I did not run it. I did it in chunks. So I didn't know if I could get all the way through it because I've never gotten all the way through it. So it was fine. And then our we did our three shows and it was super fun. I love Ballet Brazos. They're amazing. It's a community nutcracker. So it's several studios. The parents in the, in the party scene are played by ballroom dancers. Like it's it's quite a nice gig. I want to bring you, if they ask me back, I want to see if I can get you there at some point. I will push and fight. Mm -hmm. If it's the same weekend, I'm like, there's honestly no reason for me not to miss that one day mm -hmm. if I not do anything new. But um, no, I was going to say, what was I going to say? Uh, 
Sorry, Paul just walked in. I got flustered. What was I going to say? It was the middle of a sentence. I'm sorry. I'm kind of multitask. Um, <laughs> Hi, Paul. We're multitasking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So you, okay. So because with George, you brought the height situation, which mm -hmm. is, I'm short as well. But George, I think, has longer arms than I do. Yes, he's got um, a lot longer arms than you. That's why it worked, I'm, even though he's shorter little, than you. I'm a little, by half an inch, maybe an inch. I'm a T-Rex. I am a T-Rex, my little short arms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, so you did it with uh, Alatsa, and then do you, what did you guys have to change? Anything? Not really. Because he um, said he was rehearsing it with John Stamp, John Staff. He's Staff, rehearsing whatever. with John Stafford. Um, for me, it was just a couple little things. You know, you know, we do this step, step, arabesque. I don't like the arm over. Yeah. I like to keep it out. Um, just little things. And it's just getting each other's timing. Um, you know, for me, it was jumping up to a, for the sh flying shoulder sets, not jumping up to six, three, it was jumping up to five, nine. So I couldn't yeah. overdo it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was great. We did great. I of course botched the last promenade on the last show. Cause I literally just was so tired. I just passe devil pay on the third arm change. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Tis life. It happens. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, did he tell you I sent him a, a text beforehand? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. She, he was like, oh, and then we'd, we'd go through stuff. And he'd be like, oh, that's, yeah, Sean said that. You like being more to the left on your pirouettes or something. I don't know. I can't even remember. I anything. told him, yeah, I was like, just so you know, because I didn't, I was like, you were just doing a fly-in. I was like, here's the heads up that I've learned over the years. Left hand's <laughs> important. She's a left-handed pirouetter, so it makes your left hand's the stabilizer for her. And she's going to try and do too much work and tell her not to work so hard. <laughs> He did. <laughs> he did. He was like, L please let me do my job. I've got you. Like he was so calm. I loved dancing with him. It was super fun. Oh, good. Fun. I'm glad that worked out. That was a good thing. Yeah. I've been trying to see if he could like, I've been trying to throw him guestings that I get denied to all the time for random things. Um, yeah. Like uh, I was asked to a random guesting for someone else. I couldn't do it because I wasn't going to go dance with um, someone I couldn't rehearse with beforehand and I wasn't allowed to leave. And I was like, here, do you want to do this? I, so I'm glad it worked out finally to pair up with you yeah. for something. Um, there's another thing. Shoot. Oh, you said the classical sugar plum variation mm -hmm. that um, my friend Emmy sent me that story that she voice recorded that I sent oh, you. Yeah, I'll include that. I will so include that right here. Hello. Okay. So I'm dancing Sugar Plum in the Nutcracker and I was rehearsing the variation today and we've been doing it for maybe like a couple weeks now. And I've been doing the same timing in the beginning for, you know, the little turned in bores into the tondu down, the beat beat down, and then you scoop through to either like a tondu derriere on the floor or in the version that I'm doing, I take it up to Releve Arabesque, which was not by choice because it's harder, but it is what it is. <laughs> and then I just stay up on Releve to Padabure to go into the next little repeat on the other side. And today my rehearsal director was trying to get me to do different timing. Like he wanted me after rising up to the arabesque to roll down through the foot rather than staying on releve, pas de bourre, and then do the little turn in bourrees down on the other side. But I could not understand how to do the timing that he wanted me to do 
was majorly struggling and we worked on it for a bit just like playing the music over and over again and I wasn't getting it so we went on our five and I was like okay I can figure this out so I turned to YouTube and was like maybe if I can find a video of a sugar plum variation where someone's doing it right and show it to him and he can tell me and then at least I can figure that out based on what she's doing. Cause I mean, he's never done the sugar plum variation. So he was kind of having a hard time, I think, explaining what he wanted. So I found the Catherine Morgan YouTube channel and the video of the three different versions of sugar plum. And the one I'm doing is pretty much the like standard Ivanov version. Um, so I looked at that one and showed that to him and he was like, yes, that's perfect. That's exactly what I want but I still want you to go up to the releve and then roll down out of the releve before the potabure, which adds a whole count. So we were back to square one, but for a brief shining moment, I thought that my life had potentially been saved by a wonderful video from the Catherine Morgan YouTube channel. Um, I did get some lovely Portabra inspiration from it though. So that was at least good. I hope that everybody is having a wonderful nutcracker season despite any confusing corrections we might all be getting. It is what it is. We will all survive, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, and yeah, that's all I got. Okay, bye. Which of course, like Captain Morgan's uh, videos for the save the day for the, to be like, here, is this what you want? This is correct. This is someone good doing it. Is this what you want us to do? And it was, yes, that's what I want. But I want it on relevant. She's like, that's not the option. Yeah. No, that's it's not what I'm showing you. And the Royal doesn't do that on relevant. They do beep, beep, ton, do switch on the floor. They don't take it up. You know what's funny though? After she sent me that and she was trying to explain it, I, I was watching the run through, Valley Met doing it. And all of a sudden, I see the sugar going, Dun, dun, dun. Relevant arabesque. I go, maybe I should have Caitlin film this and send it to Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Right? Because I was like, oh, that's the option they're talking about right there. Um, But yeah, it went really well. It went really well. And it was super fun. I love that. I love those people. I love that whole gig. The version is really nice. The stage is nice. It's a little bit hard, but it's a really big stage. Um, yeah, you said like, what, 20? 2,500. Wow, that's huge. And all three shows were almost sold out. They She just sent me the numbers this morning, and it's like each show was almost sold out, most they've ever had, so it was really cool. Because of Catherine Morgan? Not necessarily because of me, but yeah, so I was there right. last year. Yes, but this is the second time around. Repeats always get more. Mm, that's true. but Now they know. Oh my it goodness. was a blast so this week um i have arna craiger here um are you doing just friday saturday sunday or are you doing thursday friday saturday sunday uh we open saturday so it's two saturday two sunday i do four in two days wish me luck oh. <laughs> what day does uh sing get in then saturday morning for the saturday matinee show wait what <laughs> he flies in he'll get in at 9 30 matinees at two um luckily there wasn't... no because he has to do the friday night at kansas city ballet 
there Devin, was no red eyes like late late nope Devin needed him and it wasn't late enough there was but I think it wasn't late enough and so he's gonna get in and hopefully he'll be on time luckily act two is he's more only in act two which is about an hour later so like it'll be fine i'm trying not to stress i mean what's plan b wait hold on is there a plan b nope <laughs> plan b i think would be that i would just do the solo and we'd skip the ball <laughs> like i don't know Oh, that's not bad, actually. I didn't. I guess you think about it that way. That's probably more normal than what we think. Like, but that is stuff. why he came to rehearse. Just to get it, because it's gonna be a, a land and go. Yeah, so it's literally a land and go. Which he's fine. He's young. He's only twenty four. He's a decade younger than me. So. Oh, you can do that when you're young. Yeah. I remember the last year I was at PNB when I was like, I knew I was leaving, and I was flying, I fly back and forth to New York for auditions for Broadway shows. And I would literally do the red eyes and I would sleep on the plane, mm. land at like 4 a.m. or whatever, 5 a.m. after like finishing my whole day of rehearsal. I'm not gonna lie. I used to call it sick for these days. <laughs> <laughs> it's years gone by, who cares? Yeah. I wasn't, go I wasn't coming back, no one cared, it was fine. Um, uh -huh. I would like call out sick for the day. If I would land at like four or five, I would go to my friend's apartment. I was crashed on the couch with it. I told the day before I was going to crash on the couch because I would only know about these so far in advance. Oh my gosh. And I would like drop off my suitcase, like maybe take a nap if I, if it was a later audition or like drink a little bit of tea, do a little vocal warm up, and then change and then go to the audition and then oh my gosh. go sing or dance hope to god the callback was that same day because they or sometimes they weren't and oh my then gosh. go back hang out whatever and then like have dinner drinks stuff with my friends and then fly out the next morning at like the 3 a.m or sometimes late that night in another red eye so i could go to work the next day so i would do the whole like land at nine go to rehearsal at you know 11 Oh my gosh. Because I was young. I was 24. You do right. that at 24. You do that at 24. And it's like, it's not like it's down the road. Like if you literally flew cross country, like it yeah. was Seattle to New York. Like that is yeah. about as far as you can get. Yeah. No, it was, uh, I'm surprised it happened. I did it. I did it all the time. The worst was when I was like, oh, I can take tomorrow off too. If I really have to, it's fine. And they'd be like, okay callbacks are like in like next week I'm like I, I no, like I have today mm -hmm. or like sometimes I would plan like I wouldn't plan on a callback at that time because I was told that wasn't really going to happen and so I would book a flight for like later that day that evening and they'd be like okay but can you come back at three and I'd be like no no but yes but no, <laughs> can I make a phone call can I call a friend first to see if I can <laughs> like um yeah I'm ready all the time Oh, what, do you, what, what do you do when you're young? I don't know. Like, well, see, my thing was when I was 21, I got sick. So my early 20s, I was just ill and trying to get by. So I feel like I missed all that. Yeah. In a way. But now, but you're still going. You're fine I'm still now. Going. I don't feel 34. And I don't feel like I'm dancing like I'm 34. I feel like, because I'm not beat up. Yeah, neither do I. I don't really feel beat up either. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel old. Because you and I up. took a break from ballet. <laughs> Yeah, it took three years. So, yeah. so I think there's something to that.
Yeah, I mean, did I miss out on a couple of things? Probably, but mentally, I've, I'm not as burned out as I would be. I see everyone now I danced with young, retiring. I'm like, I still have, I'm not done yet. There was something else for the on the pod situation. I can't remember what it was now. Oh, yeah. So have you started watching Wednesday, the new Adams Family TV series? No. By Tim, by Tim Burton? No. Okay. I feel maybe while you're traveling, mm-hmm. it's something you should, you should look at. Okay. I just started watching it and I'm a fan. Okay. It's uh, so Tim Burton is either, is like directing it, probably producing it as well. Um, and it is the new series on Netflix and Jenna Ortega. I don't know who she is until this, but she's been around um, is the new Wednesday, but okay. they let like the other original movie, like Adam's movie characters pop in throughout the sh- series slowly. But they mm-hmm. brought in like a whole new cast. So it's um who who was in um Chicago? Catherine Zeta Jones. No, it's Catherine Zeta Jones is Morticia. Uh Jenna Ortega is what is Wednesday. There's Christina Ricci is in it. She's a teacher at the school because she goes to board Wednesday goes to, to boarding school. So like the OG Wednesday's in it. Um, I've never seen the original, so Okay, I've only seen, I only watched ever like on TV growing up, like parts. I've never watched it in full, but yeah. the series was like pleasant. It was, I really like how it's done. Um, I really like Jenna Ortega. I'm not sure I understand. But I just, things that we're doing lately, I started watching Wednesday and I'm kind of a fan. Nice. And I'm surprised. There was a small aspect to it that I'm like, eh, whatever. But it was enough that like, it's enjoyable to pop on at night yeah we actually put it on because we were going to bed and paul like turned on the tv and he gave me the remote and he's like you get one episode before the tv <laughs> has to go off he's like he's like i don't want to wake up at 2 a.m with like the tv blaring glowing in my because i i can i have insomnia if anyone doesn't know i don't sleep and so he knows that like 2 a.m i'll be watching tv because i can't sleep because i have anxiety it is what mm-hmm. it is so he's like you have one episode and i i was like oh let's watch like um white lotus He's like, I'm going to fall asleep. I'm like, okay, so I'll pick a show you will not watch, which would be Wednesday. Yeah. He's like, perfect. <laughs> I love it. So I watched one one episode upstairs and then I watched two more downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome. But yeah. So. No, I want to watch The Crown. The and new you, season. You... I've, I've seen, I haven't seen the new season yet. <gasps> I've seen all the old seasons, but not the newest one. Because we don't have internet at our house currently because we have literally not have had had not have time to get it. (laughs) So we only have internet at the studio. So you're pretty much like living like in 1994 right now. Yep. We're watching a lot of like DVDs and (laughs) Blu-rays. We literally haven't had time to be home for a day to have the Spectrum people come. And we had we got to like do it yourself, but we can't figure it out because there's something wrong. And so we have to call somebody. So we just haven't had time. Oh no. Yeah, no. Um we we finished the season mm. and it was so good. Mm. I actually did not watch the last season of The Crown. I I watched the first two, skipped, skipped, and then jumped back in on this one. Uh-huh. The actress that plays Diana in this season, yeah, is uncanny. Wow. Like so it is crazy. 
like the other characters you're like oh like i see it whatever like they did no this one she's an australian actress i should have known my favorite place yep because we established last week right crazy it's like the whole time you see it's just like every movement and i guess they have have a a body language coach and everything for the series it's just great like how how she sounds how she and i know they have like their their dialect coach because the royals speak in a very mixed yeah dialect with certain words um because it's like welsh and then english and whatever um but yeah she just said it was so intriguing i don't know how factual this season is but it's a beautiful series isn't it like the most expensive series ever made or something i don't know like, I wouldn't be surprised. Just this, ridiculous. Sure the, the filming locations alone for the permits is expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's filmed over there, so it's cheaper. Yeah. That's like why Game of Thrones and stuff films overseas. They w- it could never have been filmed in the U.S. because it would have been too expensive with the unions. Mm. Makes sense. So that's why like all these shows that we watch, these, like those huge efforts, they're all filmed overseas. Mm. Makes sense. Just cheaper money it's called capitalism <laughs> so what's up for you this week you open a cracker that's exciting yeah tomorrow we go to the theater um and then wednesday's dress rehearsal and a tech rehearsal and thursday we open and then friday saturday sunday saturday night after the show we have our big like fundraising gala called the nutcracker ball we have to go to oh that's fun Right. And I was really scared I was gonna have to do prints the day after that cracker ball, but I don't. That's good. <laughs> Unless someone gets injured because you know if they do, they'll throw you on. And that does happen to me a lot. Yep. So um as of now I'm not supposed okay. to. I actually do it the night of the ball. So I get to do it and then go eat and drink. That's nice. Sat- so you're Saturday night. Yeah. So That's my, nice. me and Tori will debut Saturday night. That's nice. It'll be That's good. Awesome. And then I'll go fiesta. And then, yeah, it's just like this whole month is just like one big day. That's all it is. Yeah. Right? It's all December is like, if you're not in the ballet world, December is cray cray. Like, especially if you're in a nutcracker situation where you do a bunch and it's not just like one weekend, like we all do. Like, it's just, it's insanity. Because do you guys go into your theater next week on Tuesday or Wednesday? We go Friday. Text stage rehearsal is Friday. They already did dress rehearsal this weekend at the studio. They always do dress rehearsal at the studio. Um, so they can get all the costumes and this and that, but they don't ever have they don't have to leave the building yet. So then stage gotcha. rehearsal, they're all in like they have to wear black and pink so they can light okay. it properly just to see everybody. You know, they always do stage mm-hmm. rehearsal in black leotard pink tights. And then um Saturday's the first show. So we do stage rehearsal all day Friday, all day. It's like three to 10 or something. And then open Saturday. And then they do 15. That's a lot for a school. Mm-hmm. But it's a small theater. That's why we do a lot. That still holds it. That's still a lot though. If you think about that for 15 shows, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That means that you know there's fans in the turn. Right. So. so. That's impressive. That's good. Yeah. So it's nice. It's a it's a good little nutcracker. Like watching it every time I'm in rehearsal, I'm like, this is because you know, school nutcrackers are can be interesting. This is really, really good. I remember last year thinking it was really, really good too. Like his dad has that sort of stage storytelling gift. He's a really good mm-hmm. storyteller with his choreography. So very, very pleased. Yeah. If a school has like 
money. <laughs> like mm. first and foremost, it has money to support the production value and it has like a talent pool and also a good creative team. They could do good things. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like where were um kind of painful. Mobile, Alabama. Yep. The gala we were just in. Yep. So impressive. Their Nutcracker is really good too. The one I did growing up was really good. The one I did last year, because it's a different production now than it was when I was growing up, but really good productions there too. See, and it's like, like I said, if there's some financial support and there's a good pool of talent and there's artistic staff that wants to put the time in because mm-hmm. they know it's worth the financial return, mm-hmm. you can get good things. Yep. So... But yeah, it should go really well. So we're excited. Um, I just have to figure out, thank goodness, the solos, this is not the grand pas situation. It's Good. not pas solo, solo coda. They do put it at the top of the act. So, but four and two days, I'm really glad that I don't have to do the grand pas situation. Because it's I also like it better as a viewer. Story-wise, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I prefer it story-wise. It makes a little more sense. It's also just more enjoyable because it's not such a large chunk of the same situation that you have to mm-hmm. sit and watch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and especially because I hate watching solos like let's be real mm-hmm. I'm not a solo person mm-hmm. so to watch two back to back and then watch the coda which is literally just two solos intertwined pretty much until yep. the last like two eights yep it's just after a very dramatic pot of yep. I want more I want more yeah so I prefer the front. Cool. Well, I think we're out of time, y'all. This was good, Sean. That was our hour. This was a very impromptu yeah. mess of a podcast, multitask. multitask. And it happened. It happened. We did it. Look at us. We're being consistent. All my clothes are folded. All our clothes are folded. I had a lot. So I'm mm-hmm. almost done with this second pair of shoes. Sort of. See? And you ate. I did eat. See? Hopefully next week we'll have a guest. Yes. Which will be very pleasant. I think the guests during Nutcracker is nice just to keep things going. Yep. Because otherwise we do the same thing every day. Yep. Yep. Oh, I didn't read anybody's stories today. I'm sorry. We got some stories, but I just didn't have a second to look at my computer <laughs> to get the stories out. Because also <laughs> We can, can read them next week. We can read them next week. And as you can hear too, I'm still ill. So, you know. I'm on the verge of being sick and I'm holding out and I'm going to keep going. I can feel it sitting there. Mm-hmm. It's a little flooded, mm-hmm. but we're not sick yet. Going to so, hold out. All right. But bye y'all. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Nate. Nate.